For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? And I know that you're aggravated, so I'm not going to ask you if you're having a fantastic Mother's Day um, because I know some of you are not. But nevertheless, want to wish a very happy Mother's Day to my wife, Megan. Uh, she is the mother of our two beautiful, adorable children. And Ben, who most of you already know, who had a massive weekend in his own right, <laughs> having a massive birthday weekend, and our baby Jewel. Uh, Jewel was my grandmother's name, and we're able to give it to her, which is uh, very emotional. And uh, loving little baby. But we're not here, and you're not here, to listen to my family tree. You are here about what happened this weekend against the worst team in the SEC, which arguably and probably is... Mississippi State, but not after this weekend because they took two out of three from LSU. That mantra now goes to Ole Miss, and now we're here. So we have a lot to discuss. Is it time to hit the panic button? That's one thing we will talk about. Um, basically, it comes down to two things that we will discuss here tonight. You cannot... You can not blow a nine-run lead. You cannot blow a nine-run lead. It, it just cannot happen. Like, 
I think Jay is a fantastic coach. Why some of you want him to be fired is idiotic a little bit to me. I understand your frustrations with him. There are some things he did this weekend that are not smart. There's no other way around it. There's no other way around it. Some of the decisions made, like Gavin Gavin Dugas being pulled in the ninth, right? Like Gavin Dugas can easily turn a fastball into ball game in the in the bottom of the ninth, but he's not the reason. That's not the reason that you lost this weekend. You know, I know, and everybody knows what the reasoning is, and it's that your bullpen is just not good. I understand you got three massive injuries. I I get it, but it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. We'll touch on all of it. LSU softball gets the 10th overall seed. I am so tired of LSU softball playing the Raging Cajuns. It, 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 It literally is every year. It literally is every year. But not only does LSU play the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette, ULL, they also have Omaha in their regional and Prairie View A&M out in Texas, which in LSU's case is the 10th overall seed. Maybe they get lucky. Who knows? Who knows? Chad says, Dugas is hitting below 300 in SEC play. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not hitting below 200. Chad, I I don't mean this in a wrong way. No, he's not. Now, if you can provide a stat that says that, there's no way. There's no way. Let's get to a couple comments before we get rolling. Oh, and by the way, uh, Logan Diggs was on campus this weekend. If you saw it, a lot of... LSU football players took our tweet uh, and repo- and retweeted it, quote tweeted it. If you haven't seen it, Logan Diggs is on campus. We'll talk about that tonight as well. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Nick Rizzuto says, honest opinion, do we make it out of a super regional? No. you See, here's, here's the thing. So let, let's get this started. Let me do this. We're not going to go to a commercial break, Poo. This is what we're going to do. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of your social media pages. Stop what you're doing right now. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Share to those Facebook groups. Share to your own social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. Don't forget to share the post as well. If you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, you're listening to us on SiriusXM or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And also, we'll give you all the details coming up this week. But if you have a smart TV, you can get us on the Believe Sports Channel and Believe Network. But let's get this rolling. You can use betonline.ag, use your mobile devices to sign up today, and use that promo code Believe50. Let's get rolling. Nick Rizzuto, just again, says, in honest opinion, do you make it ever super regional? Let's start here. It's a good question. Let's start here. I don't think you can. Here's the truth. You cannot worry about getting to I don't want to say getting to a regional. You need to worry about this weekend. Because if you don't win this weekend and you kind of falter in the SEC series in Hoover, the SEC tournament in Hoover, you're in a little bit of trouble of being a top eight seed. 
You have to take care of business this weekend. There's just no other way around it. You got to go to Georgia, and you have to take care of business. You have to take care of business. Arkansas leads the West right now. They shouldn't. They lost last night. They took two of three from South Carolina. They shouldn't. Vanderbilt also lost to Florida today. And Florida, if I'm not mistaken, beat uh, Vanderbilt on Saturday 6-2. to two. You, you had a, the chance. You had an outright chance to take over the SEC. You could be the number one overall team in the SEC. A guaranteed top eight lock. You got to worry about this weekend against Georgia. I I don't think from a, a fan's perspective, I don't think from uh, really any perspective that you may want to have. You cannot worry about a regional. You can't worry about the SEC tournament. You have to go out there and dominate against Georgia this week. You got Mac- Magnese in the midweek. You got Georgia this weekend. Sweep it. Problem is, I don't know if you can. Here's why. On Friday, you are the best team. LSU is the best team in the country every Friday night with Paul Skeens. It's not remotely close. With Paul Skeens on the bump, you are by far the best team in the country. There's, I, I, and I think that there's a little drop-off when Paul Skeens is on the mound. Versus you and anybody else. Here's a problem with that. Ty Floyd is, gave you a great Saturday. He threw six innings. Only gave up five hits. One, unearned, one earned run. Had ten strikeouts. Back-to-back starts where Ty Floyd gave you nine-plus strikeouts. Here's the issue that you have. Nate Ackenhausen comes in, gives up two hits, and an earned run. Thatcher Hurd comes in on Saturday. Doesn't even record an out. Gives up five earned runs. Cooper comes in, gives up two earned runs. So you give up eight runs. Eight runs when Ty Floyd exits the game in the in the seventh inning, in the top of the seventh inning. That cannot happen. What's even more egregious is what happened today. The most egregious thing that could have happened happened today. You are up 13 to 4. Javen Coleman gave you two and two thirds of solid performance, only giving up an earned run, having five strikeouts in those two and two thirds innings. But Gavin Gidry gave up three unruns, three earned runs. Griffin Herring came in, blanked, blanked Mississippi State. But what happened is is once you got to the fifth or sixth and seventh inning, you gave up nine earned runs. Nine. Christian Livell would give up four. Blake Money would give up one. Nate Ackenhausen would give up two. And Cooper would give up an earned run. Your bullpen is not good. And the problem is it's a double-edged sword is the guys in the bullpen right now are not are not doing anything really for you. They're just not. There's no other way around it. There is no excuse, zero excuse, that you have two games this weekend where you have 12 runs 
and you lose the series. I do not want to hear, even though I disagree with Jay, on pulling Gavin Dugas in the ninth. I do not want to hear anything about what happened at the plate. Now, do you need to score runs in the later part of the game to win it? LSU did not score a run from the sixth inning on. Sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, they got blanked. Doesn't matter. When you score 13 runs, you should be – you're LSU, LSU, you should win that game. You went from possibly run-ruling Mississippi State twice this weekend to losing the series. It is inexcusable. Inexcusable. Everybody wants to talk about, can this team get to a Super Regional? Can they get to Omaha? You can't worry about that anymore. You honestly can't because Omaha at this exact moment, you you shouldn't even be focused on that because the team right now, the team right now is not going to Omaha. They're not. Unless, unless you have some serious luck and are able to go absolutely bananas at the plate which you kind of already been doing. What, what You want LSU to score 20 runs to have to win? That's unheard of. It's unheard of. What happened this weekend cannot happen moving forward. We can talk about Omaha all the live long day. That can't be your goal. Georgia and McNeese. That is your goal. At minimum, at minimum, you got to go three and one this weekend. At minimum. Without question, there's no excuse. Georgia is not, is not a great baseball team. Now, they got really good players, right? Their bullpen is just as bad as yours is. They lost on Saturday 14 to 12 to Missouri. And then when you look at them on Friday, Georgia got run-ruled 13-3. to You go into today, and Georgia loses and gets swept by Missouri. They lose 5-4. to There is no excuse whatsoever, none, that you can't go up there and beat them down. But the problem of making that prediction – is that you don't have the guys in the pen that can get you through it. Thatcher Hurd is highly inconsistent. So is Christian Little. I, I, I hate to say this, but Cooper and Ackenhausen, they may give up some runs, but at least you know that they're going to get the ball over the heart of the plate. The bullpen is one thing. But I didn't even agree with Jay with what he did today. Top of the ninth, or bottom of the ninth, you pull Gavin Duga for Ben Napolt. Now, I understand the logic, and I understand the thinking. Napolt would go on 
to lay a really good bunt down. Then you have Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, and Tommy White coming up to the plate. The problem I have with that is, is you've seen multiple times this year, multiple times, South Carolina, Texas, where Gavin Dugas would run into a fastball and blast the cover off that son of a gun and give you the lead for you to win the game. I don't want to bear here about Ethan Fry's base running mistake. You shouldn't even be there in the first place. Is it a boneheaded mistake? You're damn right it's a boneheaded mistake. You should not have been there in the first place. You shouldn't be in a situation where Trey Morgan hits two home runs today. Dylan Cruz goes three for four. Tommy White goes one of four. Kay Beloso scores two runs. And where Alex Malazzo, with the bases loaded, comes up for him. Hayden Travinsky, guys, Hayden Travinsky, as an example, is hitting 436 on the year. 436. And we're pulling him for Jerry Jones. Travinsky got pulled for Jerry Jones. It's mis- it was mismanagement. You got to figure it out. You, you got, you have to figure it out. Uh, Pooh Bear says, was that Friday made the, the base running mistake against Nichols? No, that was uh, Merrifield. Remember when Merrifield overran? Um, I think, no, what happened was he was the one, F- Merrifield was the one that overran Fry to lose the game. But there's no excuses. You can you can have you can come in here and give any excuse you want to. But you fumbled the bag today. There's no I, I listen. Let me tell you what I don't want to hear. While you're hitting the like and share, let me tell you what I'm not going to tolerate or listen to. That's just baseball. Bullshizzite. Bullshizzite. That's not just baseball. Guys, this is how many earned runs you've given up from the pen in the last two games alone. One from Ackenhausen. Five from Thatcher Hurd. Two from Riley Cooper. Three from Gavin Guidry. Four from Christian Little. One from Blake Money. Two from Nate Ackenhausen again. Two for Bryce Collins. And one from Riley Cooper again. The bullpen. Just on Saturday and Sunday alone. Gave up. 21 earned runs. You cannot win 
not just in the SEC. Guys, do you think that you're do you think that Mississippi State is better than some teams that you're going to see in a regional and super regional? They are not. Now, this past week, I, I am like a broken record at this at this point. Every single week when we do our baseball breakdown, I come out here and say, guys, Mississippi State can hit the baseball. Auburn can hit the baseball. So-and-so can hit the baseball. And you say, oh, Blake, they suck. No, they don't. Auburn is the hottest team in the, probably in the country. What Paul Skeens does to these teams does not matter or mean that they stink. On Saturday alone, LSU gave up 14 hits. Ty Floyd only gave up five of those. So in four innings, your bullpen gave up nine. Nine hits and eight earned runs on Saturday. Inexcusable. Today, you get, you had 16 hits for Mississippi State on 14 runs. Do you want to know how many the bullpen gave up? Well, truth is, Javen Coleman didn't give up a hit technically. Now, he had three walks, but he didn't even give up a hit. So the guy that started the game doesn't even give up a hit. That means the guys coming out of the pen gave up all 16. It's can't happen. It can't it can not happen. The only caveat or the only thing that I will give Jay a little bit of a pass on, a little bit of a pass, he cannot, he cannot be blamed for the injuries. I I, I, I don't know how you can blame him for Chase Shores. I don't know how you can blame him for Grant Taylor. And I don't know how you can blame here for Garrett Edwards. He wasn't overthrowing them. Look at everybody else around the country. Is it maybe a little bad luck? Maybe. Maybe. You do not at the current moment. Now, can this change? Yeah, you're LSU. You have talented dudes. But at the current moment, Guys, this team cannot, if you go up against a, let's just say, for example, a Coastal Carolina in the Super Regionals, you <laughs> you sure that you can beat them? Can you beat a Campbell? Can you beat some of these mid-major programs that have really good baseball teams? Could you imagine East Carolina coming in here? You can't worry about the you can't worry about the regionals and super regionals anymore. You you just simply can't. But I am not going to blame any of the guys that are in the field or hitting. When you have two games with 12 plus runs, you should win both of them. Now, you can't leave the bases loaded, you can't leave runners on base. Yesterday, LSU would leave 12 uh 
Well, this says this says twelve. LSU would leave. Yeah, twelve runners on base. This is per LSU stats and records. And then today you would leave on ten. Oh, by the way, old, uh, Mississippi State today left on fourteen. Left on fourteen. But you want me to come out here and tell you that things weren't mismanaged and your bullpen isn't having struggles? They are. Once you get past, let's call it what it is, Paul Skeens, who may be the best pitcher that's ever put on an LSU uniform. Guys, we talked about this on Friday. Paul Skeens, and I could be hit with multiple people telling me this is recency bias. But I think that Paul Skeens, by far and in large, is the best pitcher to ever put on an LSU uniform. He has 150-plus strikeouts and 70-something innings. Ben McDonald had 200 and 150-something innings. Paul Skeens is the best, the best LSU pitcher that you that's ever put on the uniform. And after him and when Ty Floyd is on... You have no idea what you got coming up. You could be down or up 10 runs and you never know what's going to happen because you can hit yourself back in any game and you sure as hell can blow any lead that you have. It's been shown. But like I mentioned, I am a broken record at this point. Every week we come out here and say, don't take them lightly. Don't take them lightly. Don't take them lightly. And in the comments, I, I, I see this every single night when we break down these teams every week. Oh, Blake, they suck. Blake, they suck. Blake, they suck. Yeah? Well, how about this? Mississippi State, their top seven hitters came into the weekend hitting a combined 303. With 62 home runs and 246 RBIs, two of those guys were hitting 350 plus in the SEC, and you wanted to, and you thought that this was going to be a cakewalk. No, what happened is Mississippi State and the guys that they had out of the coming out of the pen are just as as bad as yours are. But what happens is they catch a little bit of fire and they blank you in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. They, Mississippi State had two of their starting pitchers with a sub ERA of 7.5 plus. And you lost the series. It's beyond embarrassing. Beyond embarrassing. Ryan Terry inside the chat, inside the Rudy Crew chat, says LSU has left 237 uh, runners on base in SEC play. That is inexcusable. Inexcusable. Completely inexcusable. Now, the argument, the argument can be you hit so well, you're going to leave a lot of runners on base. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. 
But Ty Floyd, with the performance that he had on Saturday night, you have no business blowing that game. And by far, you have no business, no business blowing the lead and blowing the game today. On Mother's Day, I might add. You know, I, 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 LSU's tied for 200 and around the 256 mark for double plays turned this year. But in no scenario should Jared Jones be coming in and taking over for Hayne Travinsky. Like, that was another thing that was a head-scratcher. Hayne Travinsky is literally two for two on the day. He had a base on ball earlier in the game. Why are we taking this? Why? I get that you're putting in Malazzo for defensive purposes, but with all due respect to, to Alex Malazzo, he's had a rough couple weeks behind the plate. Let's call it what it is. Three, to be exact. Three. And look, I I defend Jared Jones, okay? The guy's hitting 300. He's got 14 home runs. But I just, I don't see the logic in pulling him for a guy who's hitting 436 and two for two on the day. I don't, I, I just don't see the logic of pulling Gavin Duga when he's literally in both. Ninth inning situations or late game situations against Texas and South Carolina blasted one over the left field wall and literally won you a game. One of those being a grand slam. You could have walked it off, but we put in Ben Napolt. Ben Napolt. And that's not a shot at Ben. And I get what Jay's trying to do. You have Trey Morgan that's hit two home runs on the day. I I understand that. I understand that. And I don't hate the logic. I I understand his logic. But for me, for me, I, I, I just can't. I can't get my mind around doing that. Yes, Tommy, we've turned double plays. Let's get to a couple of uh, comments. They turned one today, just for reference. Uh, Steven Paraloo, what's up, bud? He said, Travinsky has proven himself to earn that starting job with his bat. And and if, if Travinsky were so bad behind the plate, like just like he was last year, I could even understand that. But if that's your reasoning, you just can't take a guy out. Let's look at what Travinsky did on Saturday. Hey, Travinsky, one for three, one RBI coming on the home run. Um, He did not strike out, and he had a walk. And he had a walk. He left no runners on base. K. Beloso, one for four, left three runners on base. Gavin Duga, 
went one for four. Friday, he went four or five. And today, Gavin Dugas went one of five, but he scored two runs, okay? One of those, he reached on there. Dane Bergeron says, this game is not close today without Morgan's defensive plays and two home runs. I agree with that, Dane. Dane's spot on with that. Spot on. You needed – here's what's wild. And for everybody saying that Trey Morgan has no business playing left field, I think today kind of shuts you up a little bit. But his defensive plays, not just today, but – what was it? Uh, Friday night, the ski, the play that he made for Paul Skeens running into the wall and then the double play to end it. The, not in the game, in the inning. You get what I'm saying. You had to go nuclear at the plate. Nuclear. Nick Rizzuto said three starters did great. Bullpen couldn't finish. No, they couldn't finish. Alex Cormier says, why is Wes Johnson still employed? Back-to-back series like this, and it's been suspect all season. Here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have with people blaming Wes Johnson. Now, I understand your frustrations. The problem is that he recruited none of these dudes. None of them. That by the time that he got in here, the staff, I mean, the only guys that he's that he is um, really responsible for would be Hurd, Little, and Skeens. So he's, what, one for three? Jordan on YouTube says, you mentioned a small bullpen problem to someone like Moscona. (laughs) I should have read this before I uh, put it up there because I'm not trying to get no shit. But if he wants to start it, bring it. I I could care less at this point. And get screened at makes it. Some of us think maybe talking heads know a thing or two uh, or uh, know a thing or two until we see Auburn uh, this series. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. Listen, candidly. Can't openly, openly and honestly, I do not watch other people's shows. I will watch Pooh Bear and then I will watch Zach. Swear to you, I don't I'm not watching other people's shows anymore. I can't do it. Uh Levi on YouTube says, I'm just at a loss for words, nine run lead, and we also went through nine pitchers today, and it's pitiful. Yeah. And really and truthfully, Gavin Gidry and Christian Little deserve the loss together. They deserve the loss together. It's inexcusable. Steven Davidson says, the sky is not falling. The sun will rise again tomorrow. No doubt. I mean, this isn't life or death. Tasha Thibodeau from the Real LSU Tigers um, Facebook group. Y'all go on there. Tiger fans, go in there now and be a part of it. She says, hey, Blake, folks are upset today. Yeah, Tasha and I, I I don't really blame them. 
Adam B says, at what point do we stop calling Wes, Wes's name and start blaming the pitchers for not executing and throwing strikes? I, I kind of agree a little bit for Adam with Adam here. Outside of Gavin Guidry, Christian Little has had two of the best pitching coaches. Guys, what you don't remember, what you don't remember, okay, is Wes Johnson as the pitching coach with Minnesota a year ago, the Twins, the Twins, they were the best pitching staff in all of baseball. A guy like Christian Little has been at Vanderbilt and LSU and couldn't and isn't figuring it out. Is that on Christian Little or is that on Wes Johnson and arguably the best coach that we've seen in a long time in Corbin? Who is who is that on? And that's not a shot at Christian Little. It's just facts. Blake Money. Guys, I, I mean, he gave up an earned run. He actually didn't do that bad. He went through one in the third. He gave up an earned run. What were you pulling him for? Like, what do you pull? I, I get Herring had, had some issues. I, I, I get that Herring had some issues. But Herring gave up two hits. He had two base on balls, but he had three strikeouts. Are you going to sit here and tell me, and the guy that came behind Griffin Herring is Christian Little. Like, let Herring eat up some innings. Dane Bergeron with the comment of the night. He says, Blake, as a Yankees fan, you and I should be used to this at the end of the season, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Logan Mathurin says, Little's last two outings is the worst I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ed O. Nussbus Driver says, I'm late, but do you think Lamonis saved his job this weekend? Well, I don't know that because next weekend, uh, next this upcoming Friday and this weekend, Mississippi State, if I'm not mistaken, um, has Texas A&M. Now, if they could beat Texas A&M, and God bless it, if they sweep and get into Hoover and they can make a little run in Hoover, then, yeah, he's definitely saved his job. Then he's definitely saved his job. Eric says, Blake, I agree. I've never seen a coach in my life pull pitchers so fast like Jay Johnson does. I've never seen anything like it. Well, to me, it's just the decision-making, right? Like, some of the decision-making – and look, let me tell you what's going to happen, just so you know me saying some of this stuff. I'm going to get a phone call at the end of the show, and I'm probably going to get chewed out. I'm okay with that. But the problem is is that you can't just – you. Guys, I, I mean, at what point, at what point, br taking out Herring and putting in Lil that gives up four runs? Like, what? What do you? What do you want me to say? Really and truthfully, I, I know Blake Money gives up home runs, but at least I know he's going to throw strikes. At some point, you're going to have to run with Cooper, Ackenhausen, Money, Herring, and Gidry. And pray to God Hurd can come, can come in. 
the Christian Little experience, you're going to have to be done with. Dutton didn't give up a run, any earned runs. Y'all know, Eric, you know from who. David says, are you confident that LSU can take two or three at Georgia next week? Am I confident that they can take two or three? Yes, I'm confident that they can. The problem is, will they? Uh, Pooh says, I understand the feeling around pitching. We made it to the Supers with Wurtz in Maneri's final season. Not on the mound, though, Pooh. Not on the mound, though. Not bullpen-wise. Bullpen-wise, their ERA was sub-3. Something has to change so quickly. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, but their ERA in the pen, like, you got to remember who they had coming out in that, you, you know, like, they had Landon Marceau, and, and people forget, I mean, you had, what was the kid's name from Central? War 52. Uh, what was his name? God bless it. I can't even remember. So bad with names. All right, a couple more, then we're going to run to roll through some football. Blake Sherrill on YouTube says, at this point, let's just have open tryouts to see who can throw strikes. <laughs> oh, God. Stephen Fry says at this point, Jay needs to ride the guys that's throwing strikes. Yeah, I agree with you. Stop playing musical chairs. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Milton Verdon on YouTube says, Georgia going to sweep us this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to star this and write the time down. So if they don't sweep us. Uh, so I wrote the time down. You better hope I don't post this if if they don't sweep us. All right, a couple more. Logan says no doubt he's just struggling right now. Yeah, you can't you can't keep going to uh you can't keep going to him. You can't you just can't keep to going to him. All right, let's make a little transition here. LSU softball. It was announced just a moment ago, about an hour ago, that they are the tenth overall seed. The LSU Tigers will. Host a regional with the Raging Cajuns, Omaha softball, and Prairie View A&M. Kind of tired of LSU softball playing the Raging Cajuns. It's a winnable regional. They can do it. If LSU does not get out of this regional and cannot go to a Supers, that's completely on them. It's completely on them. No reason to lose this Super Regional. None. I mean, this regional. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nada. Look at Julian. Look at Julian. Number 52, Malik Hilliard. Yeah, that's right. Old Malik. Old Julian pulling. He He's the baseball encyclopedia. He's the baseball encyclopedia. Mikhail Hilliard, though. Yeah, you're right. Jordan says, hate to waste Cruz's final year and Skeens' only year. Yeah, look, let, let's talk about this, and then we'll get we'll, we'll flip it. It would be a damn shame. It would be a damn shame 
to go this far down the stretch in a season and waste a year with Tommy Tanks, Paul Skeens, Dylan Cruz, Trey Morgan. I mean, could you make the argument at this point, Hayden Travinsky, Gavin Duga, it would be an outright travesty. Um, you still got a lot of baseball left. You still got this weekend against Georgia. You have the SEC tournament, and then you have a regional. You got to find something. You got to find something. I, I don't know what you got to do. I, I, I really don't. But <laughs> this is bad, y'all. Like, this is a bad weekend. You got to figure something out. All right. Let's uh let's transition a little bit of football. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh yesterday we posted on Twitter and Facebook for that matter a picture of former Notre Dame running back Logan Diggs who's made it to campus this weekend. It was something that we talked about a little bit on Friday. So our buddy Wilson Alexander from the Advocate and just stay with me if you've already heard me talk about this. But he posted an, an article of his conversations with LSU head coach Brian Kelly. And basically in that article, he talks about that Armani Goodwin had a little bit of a step back and they don't know the status of John Emery. Logan Diggs, for what it's worth, got the red carpet treatment. And you're seeing it if you saw our post. Guys like Jane Daniels, Kyron Lacey, uh, Ty Davis-Price, I know sent us a little something that he had, he had, quote, tweeted it. A lot of these guys that are on the team now, Malik, Greg Brooks, and others, are really pushing, Mason Smith for sure, really pushing for Logan Diggs to be the ne- or be an LSU Tiger and be a part of that running back room. And guys, quite honestly, he really needs to be. Now, South Carolina is ma- did and is making a big push, but I do still feel very confident in the Tigers with Mr. Diggs. You may say to yourself, why would you go after a running back? Well, Josh Williams and Noah Kane. If you have setbacks or John Emery is not there altogether, kind of gives you the rotational veteran pieces that Frank Wilson has always done. Now, this weekend has been met with Frank Wilson leading it along with Lo- or leading this recruitment along with Logan Diggs and his mom that has been with him every step of the way. The reason that I lean. LSU and Logan Diggs being an LSU Tiger is because of what Frank Wilson and Sherman Will- Sherman Wilson are doing this weekend uh, with him. Now, do I? Let's talk about on the field for just a quick second. I think I'm not saying Logan Diggs would be a starter, but he would be a very key and rotational piece. Notre Dame people, for what it's worth have said that he's not a good running back. That is just a joke all around. Multiple games of 100-plus, and he wasn't even 100-plus rushing yards, and he wasn't even a starter. He had 1,000 combined yards 
1,000 combined yards last year with, I think, eight or nine total touchdowns. I will take that all day because LSU, for what it's been and what it will continue to be, love to run the football. Now, is Jane going to throw more than 375 passing attempts next season? Probably. He'll probably get in that 400 range. He will probably be in that 400 range. But LSU's consistent nature of running the ball down the, on downhill is what fits Logan Diggs. He comes into the same schematical area that he has had under Brian Kelly and Tommy Reese. I think it's a good addition. Now, LSU has made some offers to other pieces that have hit the portal. Let's see what happens there. But Logan Diggs was the only uh, portal guy in this weekend. You start uh, fall or summer workouts in about two weeks, which maybe you add one or two pieces, Logan Diggs being a part of that. Let's see how this transpires moving forward. But I do feel good that LSU and where they sit here. I like Logan Diggs' game. I've always had. I never understood why Ed Orgeron and company wanted Logan to play linebacker of all of all places. Basically, they wanted him to play that position because they were thin there. He's a thousand yard back, man. And I think that you, anytime you can add a productive piece with a thousand yards, regardless of where they played, if they were in the P5 and they were running back and they had a thousand yards, you should add them. The only thing, and I I guess I just don't understand this from some. I guess I just don't under uh, understand this. What's the issue with adding him anyway? Right, meaning what is what is the issue of adding that key of a piece? Logan Diggs coming to LSU does not hurt LSU even remotely. It helps you because at worst you have four or five key pieces and veterans on your team at that position that can teach the two younger guys that are here and Potentially, if Logan Diggs were to stay an extra year, this could be a two-year window for him. Josh Williams and Noah Kane won't be here next year. Logan Diggs has the ability to be. So he could go into next season being your outright starter. It would be a massive addition for you moving forward. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Jared A. says, well, the best ability is availability. You're damn right. You're damn right. And not only is that my favorite, um, one of my favorite sayings, but winning can cover a multitude of sins. And I here here's what I, I here's my thing is winning covers winning covers and winning the West covers some of the mishaps you had with John Emery, right? It definitely covers that for you. 
Dane Bergeron says, getting get Logan Diggs. He runs with great pad level and is quick enough through the hole. And something that we that doesn't get discussed enough um, is his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's really good at catching the ball out of the backfield. All right, we'll we'll go through the rest of the show, getting to some of your comments. So, questions, thoughts, concerns. Get him inside of the Rudy Crew chat. Look, this weekend was wild. Auburn swept. Florida run ruled Vanderbilt on Friday, and then Florida would beat Florida on uh, Vandy on Saturday, and then they won today. Vanderbilt got swept, y'all. It's the second time this year they've gotten swept. Second time this year they've gotten swept. Mm. Mm. And Arkansas continues to roll, man. You know, we talk about here, – here's what's crazy. We talk about um, Vanderbilt. We talk about Florida. We talk about A&M some. We talk about Auburn and how hot they've been. You know who we're not talking about and don't talk about enough? Arkansas. Arkansas. Hmm. Arkansas is going to win the West, man. Arkansas might win the West. And Vandy just got swept. Does Vandy have a collapse down the stretch? Bayou Bingle 84 says, you can't blame Wes Johnson. He has proven at the college and pro level. He has schemes at an elite level. He wasn't near as dominant last year at Air Force. Well, he's playing on the field as well, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I don't blame Wes. I mean, I don't blame him. Blake Ducey said, Jay Johnson is killing it. For some reason, he loves bringing in the same bullpen back to the field. Well, then he's not killing it. <laughs> uh, Arthur Coco on YouTube says, why didn't Southeastern get an at-large bid? You're talking about softball. I don't know. They had the most wins in softball and didn't get one. What a joke. What a joke. Southeastern got snubbed. Southeastern 1,000% got snubbed. And I'm not just saying that because I went there, but they got snubbed. How do you have more wins than anybody in the country? By the way, I just talked about Arkansas. My buddy Ty Richardson um, just posted this. Arkansas has the most saves in the country. Number one in the SEC with 16. Their bullpen's lights out, man. Lights out. Edo Nussbus Driver says, questionable decisions from Jay Johnson the last two weekends. I, I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Brandon Graziano says, Arkansas plays Vandy next week at Vandy. Yep. Yep. And if Vandy could take two of three, man, you got you gotta you would have to sweep Georgia. You gotta sweep them. You gotta sweep them. And I don't think you can, really. I, I just don't think you can. I don't think you can sweep them. Hell, I think you're you're gonna struggle winning two or three. Can you? Yes, but do I think it's also gonna be a struggle? Also, yes. Uh, Josh Noel says maybe uh, those Arkansas Mississippi State fans warning us about Wes Johnson and Aces getting Tommy John have some merit to them. 
Well, Grant Taylor had issues before that. Grant, those guys, I, those guys getting injured aren't on him. Why didn't it happen in Minnesota? Pierce Lee says, must be nice having someone dependable to come in and make competent saves. No doubt. No doubt. Ryan Gidry says, we've been waiting for someone to step up in the bullpen, but time is running out. I think, I mean, it is running out. Ed Reader on YouTube says, State started a freshman game one. I mean, some of your key pieces are out, man, and, and I get that, right? Like, I get that. There's not there's not anything he could do. Stephen Young, who played for the 49ers and is a Hall of Famer, says Logan Diggs gives you a pass-catching threat out of the backfield like Clyde Edwards-Elair. It's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Peyton McNeese says, it all matters. I understand they have a lead and you gave it up, but it still comes to an execution at the end and piss poor decisions by Jay. I don't know what that means other than the last sentence. Dane Bergeron says, Blake, I'm offering Joe Boo some of my best bourbon and some Mary Jane to help the Tigers. Well, let's hope it gets let's hope that happens. We forget you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. <laughs> forget you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. <laughs> All right. We've been here long enough. We got a long week ahead of us. Long, long, long week ahead of us. I had a long weekend, so kiss your mamas, kiss your babies, tell your family you love them. See you tomorrow. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.